tell you about how the supergroup grunge band of the early 90s, Temple of the Dog, was formed. Temple of the Dog features multiple members of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, and it was formed during Pearl Jam's formation. What happened was there was another grunge band called Mother Love Bone, and its lead singer, vocalist Andrew Wood, died of a heroin overdose in May of 1990. And his friend, Chris Cornell of Soundgarden, hears this news, finishes up his tour, and within two days he's written at least one song in tribute to his friend, Andrew Wood. He calls up his bandmates, uh, Wood's bandmates that is, Stone Gossard and Jeff Ament about collaborating on doing a single, right? And they're down for it. So he, over the course of time, it, it uh, evolved from being just a single to being a full-fledged album. And um, he has them collaborate on a few of the uh, songs in terms of composition. But Chris actually wrote all of the lyrics for this entire album. And they decide to name the group Temple of the Dog, which comes from the lyrics of a Mother Love Bone song called Man of Golden Words. And they ended up releasing this, this single album in early 1991. The song I'm talking about specifically is called Hunger Strike, which was the last song written on the album. And it's kind of an interesting song because it's actually a duet between Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder had, wasn't even officially a member of Pearl Jam yet. Pearl Jam hadn't been Pearl Jam yet. Meanwhile, while all this was going on with the, with the record for Temple of the Dog... The two former bandmates of Mother Love Bone, Stone Gossard, Jeff Ament, began looking for their new project, their next gig, their next band. They were looking for a drummer and a vocalist. They reached out to a friend of a friend, which was the drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers, and said, hey, would you be interested in joining our band? And they handed him some, some tapes of them playing and just the you know, guitar and bass parts. And he said, no, thank you. Appreciate the offer. He passed it on, the tapes passed it on to a friend of his that he played basketball with. And that friend turned out to be vocalist Eddie Vedder, who was living in San Diego at the time. So Eddie Vedder goes off and records his voice along to the songs, writing lyrics to them, sends them back up via snail mail up to Seattle. The bandmates hear it. They love it. And they fly him up there for rehearsals. So it's during the first week of rehearsals for their band, which they had not titled Pearl Jam yet, that um, they're also recording this album with Chris Cornell for Temple of the Dog. So it's Thursday or so, and the band members invite Eddie to come along with them. He's sitting in there listening to them put together these tracks. And on one song which was uh, the song Hunger Strike. Eddie could tell that Chris Cornell was having a bit of difficulty singing some of the lower notes. So eventually he sort of sidles up to one of the microphones and, and just during the recording starts singing the low parts. You know, I'm going hungry. Chris dug it. And he said, quote, he sang half of that song not even knowing that I wanted the part to be there and he sang it exactly the way I was thinking about doing it, just instinctively. Vetter has said, quote, I'm indebted to Chris Time Eternal for being invited onto that track. That was the first time I ever heard myself on a real record. 
It could be one of my favorite songs that I've ever been on or the most meaningful, end quote. So it's true. It's his first featured vocal on a record. And after they recorded this album, they put it together. Pearl Jam formed. Obviously, Soundgarden was still going pretty strong. And both bands were too busy for their own projects to tour as Temple the Dog. So they never toured together. They had a few reunions here and there, remained friends. And it's just a really special moment in in rock history. For me, what I like about it, it's a great mix of acoustic and electric guitar. It, it takes it's sort of like a slower version of a lot of of a lot of grunge songs. It's not real dark. It's not real um, fast and heavy. It's got a nice mix of Vetter and Cornell's vocals. It's got a good flow of like easygoing ballad to rock in it. It's very easy to sing along to. It just sounds right. It's one of my favorites, and I, you know, again, I'll say it again. It's it's special. Check it out. You probably re- recognize it, and you probably just didn't know it was from a super group of two grunge bands. Take a listen. <laughs> 